Yo, what's up? It is uh, Thursday, 4.45pm. <clears throat> just got out of class a few, an hour or so ago. Just um, finished eating lunch. I have uh, half a glass of whiskey next to me. Some really good Glenvidic. It's I'm almost through quarantine, man. And I cannot fucking wait. Um got like two three days more to go you know and uh <laughs> even just thinking about it is exhausting me but i've been riding on a bit of a high the last three four days where i th- I touched on this the last um uh last episode where i was like oh you know i've reached uh this point of clarity or like you know i feel i can finally start getting into a good routine again that's all dog shit like there's no good routine i'm living like an absolute piece of shit but i've finally embraced the fact that i'm a piece of shit and i'm just living like that these last few days you know i've been like hitting the bottle every night uh solid few drinks um you know like i've i've been trying to get creative as well so i just have like another outlet like i've been editing some pictures from like old shit and trying out new creative edits i've started making music again but honestly i'm just living like a complete piece of shit and and you know what fuck it like this is the mood i'm in now you know like this quarantine is not good for your state of mind i don't give a fuck about the other shit right now uh and you know this is what it, this is what's what but um <laughs> anyway this is like a very ironic introduction because i actually i i wanted to spend this episode talking about the last dance that uh, documentary on um michael jordan and the bulls uh chicago bulls and it's ironic the way i started this because you know mj who is like one of the my you know inspirations he's been like a hero of mine since i was a fucking child uh is would like look at my wallowing in self pity and be like dude you are a loser like you you are not going nowhere with this attitude and he's right because i'm a fucking loser like in in this moment of time i just want to stew stew in my own filth you know for a while i don't want to i just want to feel sorry for myself um and like mj's attitude to life was always just the exact opposite and and, and the reason why i want to talk about the last dance is because i've been watching it the last i'm rewatching it so it's the second time i'm watching it i watched it when it first came out in april of last year and i mean hands down the fucking best sports documentary of all time of any sport i don't give a fuck who you are i don't give a fuck if you're not a fan of basketball this if you if you enjoy uh good television this is it if you enjoy good storytelling this is it and then it helps if you're a fan of basketball or sports but you don't really need to be it because it's about the human it's about human nature it's about mentality it's about competitiveness it's about uh conflict uh it's about you know like dealing with tough times it's about winning and the feeling of accomplishment like there's just too many things that we can all relate to in this sh- in this show that makes it 
the best fucking sports documentary there ever is and probably there ever will be uh in my humble opinion and it's fitting that this show is so good because let's just get this out of the way michael jordan is the fucking greatest basketball player of all time i'm not going to hear it i don't give a fuck again who you are and what you think lebron is not better than mj nobody is better than mj mj is the fucking best he's the cream of the crop he's the cherry on top he is the fucking goat and you know like you can have arguments about the goat in every sport and now like the the word is thrown around just so often that it almost has lost its meaning but it it cannot be better applied than when talking about michael jordan because he is actually the fucking greatest on every level and i had a really good analogy that i was thinking about yesterday when i was uh thinking about making this podcast if you if you're not into football or sorry if you're not into basketball and you're into football i had a good analogy that michael jordan is basically he's got the talent of leo messi he's got the work ethic of cristiano ronaldo he's got the visionary uh, uh, capabilities of uh, pep guardiola as a manager and he's got the charisma of jose mourinho as a manager you cannot get more comprehensive than that he's got every base covered as a sportsman as an athlete as a fucking human being and you know it's 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 fucking shocking like i i saw this documentary not that long ago but i mean just watching it again i'm already like it, it, i kind of you know what's going to happen but it's constructed so beautifully that you're hooked from the moment you begin watching it uh they have structured it so well each episode goes like back and forth between the 97 98 season which is the last dance when they're like going for the second three peat and then it goes back to like the you know the 80s when jordan got drafted and it might ma- uh, like it maps his uh, childhood like how he developed this competitive spirit and who he was and where he came from and then he does this for like his teammates as well and you know Pippen and Rodman who who ended up making his uh, like the team so great and then it has like perspectives of his uh, rivals his uh, teammates you know his mother his brother like it's you can on one level there's me as the storyteller like thinking about you know oh my god the amount of work that must have gone into this is just like mind blowing and then on the other level it's just like your it's me as the consumer i'm just like holy shit man this is fucking good television it's probably the greatest it is the fucking greatest we've already talked about it. it's the greatest show sports show that there's ever been made probably the never will be made and uh Yeah I mean it's it's nuts and I like one of the things I wanted to talk about specifically about uh the last dance is like I'm on episode 3 right now and I remember when I wat- was watching it the first time uh the like I remember like messaging my dad and my dad is like he used to play basketball when 
he was like uh, you know in his uh, in his teens and in his 20s and he was like a really good basketball player he played for the state loved basketball he was the one who introduced me to basketball when i was a child and like when i watched it the first time i was like you have to watch it you know like you love it and one of the reasons i did that was because i remember when i was watching it and there's i think there's an episode uh, later on in the series when they talk about uh the thing is the 97 98 season when the the bulls play the jazz and the jazz have karl malone and john stockton and you know they were like a dynamic duo and the jazz have never really had a team that good since and i remember like i was only about 4 years old i think at that time and i don't specifically remember watching that series final but i i, I remember watching basketball at a very young age and i think the first clear memory i have was a couple of seasons later when spurs were in the final and they won the final 2001 i think 2000 it was a 2000 2001 series uh, season but when i messaged my dad my dad was like you know i i remember watching this like we had this like tv in my in my flat in my parents flat that was like literally the size of a 13 inch laptop these days you know like it's the, the screen size was about 13 inches it was a complete piece of shit it's like we had those old school tvs with that had like a com- like a a fucking trunk that came with it you know like it weighed like 50 kilos even though it looked like it weighed 5 kg it was one of those things I remember when I was a kid uh like my dad waking me up at 5 6 in the morning and we would watch uh basketball together uh because he was so into the sport and then like by watching it with him I got into it as well at that that age especially and and it was like because of him I became like such a huge Michael Jordan fan and to see like just to see this fucking uh show right now at this age it's really just another level you kind of understand how good uh michael jordan was and yeah, i mean he was such a phenomenal player like uh, like he had the talent of messi you know everyone who talked about him who was interviewed in the in the tv shows like you know he's the most talented player we knew his high school coach was like oh yeah we know we knew he was the most talented the best player in america in 84 when he hadn't even made it in the nba and and then you combine that like a raw talent with what became later to be known as the mamba mentality which was sort of like you know kobe's uh, trademark but it's very much like it it's like he's Kobe's Mamba mentality was inspired by like Jordan it's 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 about being the hardest worker there is it's about winning at all costs it's about channeling that competitiveness uh in any way possible so like there's no you know worry about hurting people's feelings like there's an episode the, the second episode they when uh Pippin's out in the uh the last season the 97 98 season pippins out injured and the bulls start off kind of rocky and you know jordan's he, like just berating his teammates on the training uh, when they're training like constantly 
like you know you're a piece of shit you could all do better like there's no thought about you know i need to i need to like worry about how this person's feeling you know there's none of that shit exists it's just all about winning it's about competitiveness it's about uh channeling that anger and taking shit personally and just putting it all out like finding an outlet for it and it's it's great that you can uh, you can like tangibly uh, you can you can feel it in sport you know because um sports is one of those things that's that's sort of untainted in that in this aspect where nobody's really like you don't really have an inside view and perspective on like coming from within the team or a player during their playing career where they're like oh yeah this is what we do to stay competitive you don't really hear that much because it's so highly competitive like you don't want to give away trade secrets it's almost like it's almost like um war you know when teams play each other and uh this documentary is so great because you get to see that where it's almost non uh, consequential now like you're seeing it and you're consuming it and you realize what it's like to be an athlete at the top of the fucking game and what and the kind of like graft that goes into being an athlete but also how important mentality is and then you but you get to see it and enjoy it because the people who are interviewed who are being interviewed they're just free you know they're not then they don't have to worry about what they're saying they can talk freely they can talk with a sense uh with a sense of perspective they can a lot of like anger that existed in 98 has been let go of like between rivals and teammates and stuff so everyone's kind of just like reminiscing and nostalgic and it's it's nice to see that and it's especially nice to see it as uh like me personally as a as a more of a football fan like everyone in football is media trained you know so like you don't so like the answers are all just regurgitated nonsense it's almost not even like it's it's just automated you know like the questions are the same by the journalist because the journalists are fucking uncreative and you know they're they they all have to sh- fit into this little shoe box that's been created by the industry to form a narrative and the players know this and the players do what they have to do uh the every team has the money to hire pr agents who then end up like spending their time training players to answer in, in non-committal ways where you know they're they're being they're, they're just av- avoiding the actual answer and they're deflecting and and both the players and the teams and the media happy with this because it keeps the fucking wheel rolling on you know there's no need for things to change because everyone you know gets a little bit of money like the media companies get some money the players don't have to deal with too many hard questions and the teams don't have to worry about like bad press so it's all like you know uh fucking a field of tulips or whatever the fuck the phrase is and uh it's nice again to see that like m like jordan hasn't i mean he was never a guy who you could pr train and it's one of the really nice things about basketball especially basketball back in the day where 
these players didn't give a fuck like they would really just say what they felt when they're being asked uh, questions and then uh, it almost came naturally to them where it's literally all about winning so this media stuff doesn't matter to us so if you're going to ask me how i feel about something i'm just going to be honest cuz i don't give a fuck how this affects any you know like press or like i don't give a fuck about the reputations it's just about i'm here to win and i can't really recall whether football used to be like that back in the early 2000s and stuff because like besides zlatan and like you know mourinho and uh, that's about it honestly there's not many figures in football who are like uh true mavericks like in the 80s there were you know there was like maradona of course and then you go way back there was george best and all these extremely charismatic figures like hodel and like especially back in the 70s and 80s in football before i guess it like really exploded uh, in terms of its revenue uh these it it sort of like reflected what basketball was like in the 90s Uh, the uh, the late eighties and the nineties where like the players all knew that they were there to win and they wanted to win and they were athletes and they were competitive and there was all that but a lot of it was also like hey this is a good way to make a uh, it's a good way to get a good big paycheck and we get a party and we get to have fun and we get status and it's about enjoying like life as much as it is enjoying uh, being an athlete and being competitive. and again michael was exa- like jordan was exactly like that because he you know he gambled he played golf he would like drink smoke cigars but when it came down to like serious business jordan was just you know he was in there every day he was the hardest worker uh and then you see that translate like i see it i saw it translate to kobe and i remember when i was a kid and i was actually started to like i remember like uh my earliest memories watching basketball were all filled with like three players it was kobe shaq and tim duncan duncan was more like the silent assassin where he wouldn't really say much but he is his like work would do the talking and his like result his output would just you know shut the fu- shut people up but kobe and shaq together were that like dynamic fucking duo and i remember too like wh- i was never a lakers fan like when i was a re- when i was really really young i was uh, uh, like of course just bulls all the way but i was um a spurs fan because there was the first season i remember watching was this one that spurs won and then I saw the Lakers and they used to smash it and then when things really came down to when I really started to form like true allegiances elite like a true alliance to a team was in that 2007 8 9 10 period when the Lakers and the Celtics went fucking nuts and I just happened to like be drawn towards the Celtics and Celtics ended up beating them i mean those series were fucking crazy in fact i hope to make a documentary about those but uh, uh i remember watching those series and just looking at kobe and being like dude this guy is on another level like he was basically like jordan reincarnated and he i mean 
you could argue that uh, LeBron's better than Kobe, and I will sort of indulge that argument a little bit. But there's no way anyone's ever going to be better than Jordan because, for one, just his legacy is incredible. Like the kind of influence he's had on the game and like uh, on what players who now play the game and who played the game after Jordan, like what they drew from him. That kind of thing, like that's that's never going to be repeated. But then if you look at like just serious. stats you know like jordan has won more championships than uh lebron you know than fucking kobe than dwayne wade like all the people who are in the running who are in that conversation of like being the goat jordan fucking trumps all of them so it doesn't matter and rewatching like the last dances again it's just like reinvigorated a sense of passion that i have to 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 have this argument like it doesn't matter what you do off the field because i mean it doesn't matter like in the sense it doesn't matter what you do off the field if what you've done on the field it, it counts for nothing like you may be like lebron is obviously a very great person he's a he's a great human being but that doesn't mean that doesn't have any effect on how he is as a sportsman like what you do off the field is your business like marcus rashford what he does off the field it's great and it should be commended and it is being commended but that doesn't determine whether or not he's the greatest manchester united player ever cuz he isn't he might be but he isn't at the moment like and this is the problem with the narratives surrounding sports these days is like a lot of people are like oh if you get enough spotlight on you and you get enough coverage on you uh and this again it works both ways like the media starts to cover something and then the the players and the, the and the pr teams realize that oh there's more eyes on me so they start spinning the players actions in that way and stuff and like it's it, it takes away from what sport is supposed to be which is just winning you know like and i'm never one for stats per se but i the only reason i brought up the championships argument is because there are people who are like oh you know stats are the only thing that count and in that sense fucking nobody be i mean there's players pre jordan who've won more like bill russell's won like 10 championships and stuff but the sport was so different back then like it wasn't as uh, i mean athletes have just become super machines you know over the last like 3 4 decades and uh yeah i mean bottom line jordan's a goat it doesn't matter what the fuck anyone says that my opinion of that is never going to change and anyone who whose opinion differs from me you're just fucking wrong you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about so that's that uh yeah and that's about all i wanted to talk about in this episode um yeah i mean i don't know what else to say uh i'm excited to get out um today is thursday well technically it's it's basically friday i have class tomorrow and then saturday and then i'm out sunday and i'm out like the second it turns sunday and the light comes up As soon as I wake up, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Cannot wait. Uh, 
this quarantine period has been exhausting and in fact i'm going to do another episode on like quarantine and my state of mind and stuff uh but this was an episode that sort of just came up very organically i really wanted to talk about it uh because uh i mean because it's just facts and for anyone who hasn't seen the last dance you have to fucking watch it like we got nothing else going on anyway just you know like uh, just watch it like it's it gets by it's a very fast paced and it gets by very quickly so you're not really committing much it doesn't feel as though you're committing committing much time and it's only like nine episodes or something so yeah, you end up like finishing it within a day or two if you're or like you could three days you know max a week and yeah so watch it and then also uh i guess any further feedback um all the random housekeeping bullshit leave a rating subscribe tell your friends etc etc all right that's that peace out cheers